that hate stems from something that happened to them in their past. So we gotta love everybody. My challenge to y'all is to refuse to be enemies. Is that Brad What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Underwater Fly Zone podcast. We got a good one for you here today. I'm Foster Huggins. I'm Macy Simpson, soon to be Huggins. Yes, yes, and we're running it back because we just had a piece of our content from our last episode pop off, and that's also why we're calling this episode, we're calling this episode Real Relationship Advice because that was the title of the Instagram Reel slash TikTok that popped Mm -hmm. off, and we're kind of just going to go into like talking about some of the comments and those comments will give us a lot of different talking points for this episode but before we get into that i just want to ask how you been doing macy let's update the people on what's been going on in your life well we're engaged and i'm wearing my ring she's wearing the ring today can you see it <laughs> i don't think you can see the bling go check the instagram out it's on there but yeah i'm student teaching right now and i really love it um, but we just got back from Paradigm, so I'm pretty tired. We're not going to end this until like 11 p.m. and then we have work the next day. Yeah, we got work tomorrow, so this is not going to be an hour, 50-minute episode like the last one. This one will probably be around an hour, mm-hmm. maybe 50, maybe a little over an hour. We don't know. We're going to see what happens. But yeah, so student teaching been going good. That's great. And like you saw in the last episode, if you watched it, my little 15-minute episode I did, updating you guys on the brand. I started teaching as well, and (laughs) I would love to sit here and tell you guys that I love it, and it's great, and it's going amazing, but that's not quite yet the case. (laughs) That's not quite (laughs) yet the case. We got some work to do, and honestly, I'm just going to be straight up. It's been rough, and my voice is almost gone again this week. Uh, It's been crazy, and it's really been kind of messing my mindset up, but we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about some good, happy stuff. We just went to Paradigm. Shout out Paradigm real quick. Uh, Tell the people what Paradigm is. Um, Okay, so Paradigm is like a church service on Tuesday nights in Kansas City, the Crossroads, or in Lee Summit. Um, And it's geared towards 18 to 30-year-olds. Foster and I, we just finished the series of, it was Dating, How to Date. And there's just so many good advice that our pastor talks about that is geared towards our generation. And this is stuff that we need to hear, especially going into marriage. Yeah, it's it's such a great time. It's the best night of the week. Mm -hmm. Tuesday night is literally the best night of the week. So if you live in Kansas City area, you live in Lee Summit area, or anywhere around here, make sure to go to Paradigm on Tuesday nights. If you want if you want Tuesday to be your favorite night of the week, go to Paradigm. If you want Tuesday to just be an average night, maybe not that good, then you don't have to go. Then but if you home. want yeah, if you want <laughs> Tuesday to be the best night of the week, go to Paradigm. You could even come with us. We got yeah. nobody to go with because Caitlin left us. <laughs> and yeah, we're not going to the crossroads <laughs> anymore. We're going to stay home local in Lee Summit. Yep, because of this whole teaching thing. Because we want to yeah. go to bed early, right? Not yes. record a two-hour episode. Except for tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to get into this, though. Macy, do you have any comments that you want to bring up just oh. to start up? Okay, yeah, right now. Okay, should we start with the juicy ones, like the heated comments that are controversial? Well, okay, first of all, let's start. Let's try to remember what we started with last night because 
what you guys don't know is mm-hmm. we tried to record this episode last night and Mr. Producer, myself, <laughs> I forgot the backup battery. So the camera died halfway through. It was so good. Yeah, we were and so tired. Yeah, it, we got really tired and we were like, let's just redo this tomorrow. So what did we start with last night? Okay, so I do remember which one we started out okay, with. Do you want me it. to read the whole thing like I did, like you did? Or do you want me to read just the main <laughs> read portion? Read just the main part. Just, okay, yeah. so this guy said... Dating is worldly. It's idolatry and adultery against Jesus' design for marriage. Adam didn't date Eve. God made her for him, and they multiplied. So so what? You can wait. Waiting was for preparation to lead the godly woman to be partners. Do not delay if you found her. Well, first of all, I forgot to do one thing. Let's even talk about what the real we posted was about. Oh, I won't yeah, play it. Oh, yeah, we show them. Yeah, I, I'm not going to play. I'll throw it in the video. Um yeah, I'll throw it in the video, so we'll let it play. I'm just so glad that we are pure for each other. Some people are like, how, how in the world you gone three years dating and not ever done it? Okay, well, I will say it's been hard. It's When you love somebody enough to marry them, you obviously crave that. <laughs> I don't want to talk. You know what I'm saying? No, no, let's talk about it a little bit because okay. this is something to talk about. We don't got to make it weird, though. No. But I'm just going to tell you this. Yes, the desire has been there, but we both knew if we save this till our wedding night or mm-hmm. wait till we get married. It's going to be so much more special because so much. I've been allowed to fall in love with you and not your body. Yes. I've fallen in love with who you are. Obviously you're sexy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I fell in love with you, like your soul and your personality mm-hmm. and all the amazing things that you are. And I'm not just sitting here like, Oh, I can't wait for tonight. You know yeah. Like that has helped our relationship so much more with self-control discipline and it grew so much stronger. All right, so what did it hit today, Macy? One million views. It did. It hit one million views on Instagram. <laughs> Not quite there yet on TikTok, but how, how do you feel? There. How do you feel after watching that video? Ben? I. It's just so surreal watching it back because just the the noise or the music in the background makes yeah. it so much more real. And I mean, it is real, but I feel like it touches so much more. Um, and it, it just kind of makes me sentimental, like honestly, <laughs> because that's just we've touched and reached one million people Actually, at least two million, at, yeah. pretty much at this point. And it's just two crazy. different platforms, but it is crazy. And I remember editing that reel, just thinking, I hope people see this. Like I, I edited it up, and I was like, you know, it was at a time when our reels actually weren't doing that well. And I was like, man, I really hope this reaches mm-hmm. a lot of people. I hope people see this one. And man, did it ever. Foster's <laughs> like, like notifications on his Instagram. Every second he would go on his Instagram and say, 100 likes, 100 followers, 100 shares. It was like an, a nonstop kept going. And I got a bunch of followers too, which was, I mean, it was awesome, but that's not <laughs> the main reason why we wanted yeah, to do it. <laughs> for sure. I mean, it's not about the followers, likes and views or comments or anything like that. This isn't for the clout. The reason we're excited about this is because we were able to impact people and spread a good message. I feel like what's promoted on social media these days is the exact mm-hmm. opposite of what that reel was talking about. Yeah. So the fact that we can put that message out there, reach so many people and also make, make people not feel so alone. That's what's special to me because what we were talking about in that reel was obviously how we've saved till marriage Mm -hmm. and how special that's been for us. That's a message that's not promoted at all. And it's also a message and also a concept that if you are someone that's saving for marriage, I know speaking for me personally, I was embarrassed to tell people. I was afraid to tell people that I was saving for marriage because 
I felt like people would look down on me. And honestly, I have been looked down on for saving till marriage. They're like, oh, what? You can't, you can't get girls or what? You know, whatever mm-hmm. people say about it. Or they just, they, they try to make me feel like I'm dumb, like I'm missing out on something. But I always knew what I wanted. And I always knew, you know, what God's plan for my life was. So, yeah. but I always felt alone. I never felt like anyone else out there was doing it. So for that reel to reach millions of people and in the comments, it is thousands on thousands of people coming out and saying, hey, I'm doing the same thing. I thought that was so cool for me to see. And it was probably cool for a lot of people to see as well, just to know that, hey, there's more people out there than just me doing this. Yeah. And I I really loved um, just seeing all the people that I guess shared and made us get to a million views. And it's not like, oh, we got a million views. It's how many people we reached. And that was all the the glory of God. So we don't take any credit of that. And Foster made the real, but he doesn't even take any credit because he prayed asking you shall receive. Yes. So (laughs) at Paradigm, literally what we were talking about earlier at Paradigm, and I talked about this in the last episode, but we had a message that said, basically, God can't answer a prayer that you never pray. You know, a lot of us kind of sit back and we have these big dreams, but we never invite God into our dreams and we never allow him to work through us. And I had never truly prayed in a while, at least. Back when I first started this, I'd always pray like, God, please let me blow up. Let me get big. (laughs) And when you pray a prayer asking God for something, he'll give you one of three answers. He'll He'll either say yes no or not yet back then about two years ago when i first started this thing he was definitely telling me not yet bro you ain't ready (laughs) you ain't ready and honestly thank you god for not letting me blow up back then because i was not ready yeah he gave me time to grow he gave me time to get better and years later paradigm reminded me you haven't prayed that prayer in a while you need to ask again knock on the door he'll either open it close it or say not yet Mm -hmm. i prayed literally i prayed god please help us reach people i've been putting so much work in and i just want i want specifically i was saying i want millions of followers i want millions of people to see our videos i want to reach millions of people not for me but for you you Mm -hmm. reach people through me this is not about me at all this is about you impacting the world do it through me please god let me reach people it was no coincidence coincidences (laughs) do not exist it was no coincidence that days later i'm standing at school teaching open my phone and it's thousands of likes coming in thousands of follows i'm just like what is happening right now is this, is this what it feels like to blow up is this what it feels like to blow up <laughs> and um man we did blow up a little bit so good job we did good job to you and good job to god and yeah and good job to you too. thank you yeah anyways <laughs> we got so sidetracked let's get back into the first question okay do you want to read it again real quick or should i just say long story short long story short yeah he yeah, yeah. said dating is worldly god didn't design us to date yeah that's not in the bible and there was a lot of comments saying things like this and i will come out and say this i'm not sure how you stand on this but i don't believe in dating i don't believe in it granted we dated for three years mm-hmm. <laughs> but i will say this put the label yes I think dating is a new age thing that creates security within two people. So basically, I wanted to date you and put the title that we're dating because I wanted everyone to know I'm off limits. This is my girl. It was kind of a more of a thing for the public, but my grandparents never dated. My mm-hmm. parents never dated. They just spent a lot of time together and got married. I don't believe in dating. 
I do believe that it's important to put the title on it, though, just so you guys are official and the security is created. And what do you think about dating Maisie? Um, so I will say that I grew up just it was just such a normal thing that dating is of the norm these days. Yeah. And it's just crazy because as time has evolved, like generations have passed. The thing that was normal back then, like in Jesus's day was completely different and not normal now so yeah. times are always changing and i don't know how it's going to be when we're grandparents and but for right now like i've always thought dating you have to ask me out if or else we're not dating we're not together yeah. or i'd be questioning i need the reassurance to know what are we but um you have opened my mind to know that that really isn't in the bible and i might need to kind of <laughs> be like second guess why these norms are normal like why is society making this um a thing i don't yeah. know i question a lot of things about about things that we just accept as a human race we just accept that we need money to get things right paper well yeah at the end of the day if we all came together think about this if we all came together and said that money does not matter and it does not rule the world anymore it would lose all of its value because we've all came together as a country or world and decided money doesn't matter. So it would not matter anymore. It's us. It's we, the people that give money value. It's we, the people that give dating value. At the end of the day, like you said, dating is nowhere to be found in the Bible. Mm -hmm. But like Pastor, do you remember what Pastor Chad said? Um, he was I don't just know saying, exactly. don't know exactly, but he was basically saying, yeah, it's not in the Bible. But at the end of the day, Dating creates that security. Dating yeah. does help a relationship develop in this day and age. It I just would say. it takes off all of the stress of um, uncertainty and what ifs, you know. And I think that it really relieves just having that title and label before marriage. Like you're still trying to get to know each other, but you want to only get to know really each other in that way. So I think having that label before marriage helps to kind of take away all the other baggage or what this life can give you i feel like i agree and then so to get into some other comments we saw this many times i'll just bring it okay. up right now and i'm not gonna respond to these comments because i feel like we need to validate ourselves to these people i'm just simply responding because first of all it's a podcast episode it's something to talk about <laughs> second of all a lot of people i feel like were genuinely asking the question of why three years? Why did you date three yeah. years? What 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 took you so long, bro? Why are you dragging your feet? One comment even said, it said something like, I screenshotted it. You wanna you wanna pull it up? Uh huh. Can you find it? Oh yeah, I have it. All right, cool, um, cool, cool. But it said, okay, well, what the f are they waiting <laughs> to get married for then? You're bragging about dragging your feet. And I told Foster when I read this, I was like, I'm dragging my cross. And I was like, that is hard. Yeah, so I'm going to be dragging and not always having the best time because what is truly of God will be the most rewarding, will be the most work. So thank you. I feel like that's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was more talking at me, though. He's like, bro, what are you waiting on? Like, And one comment even said, and I love that, by the way. I told Macy whenever she read that comment and told me that, I was like, you better say that on the episode. <laughs> I'm not dragging my feet. I'm dragging my cross, boy. <laughs> but um, Something like that. Yeah, so one comment even said, it was like, at this point, you should already know if you're going to be married or not. Just be friends, bro. Or oh something. my gosh, I, like, I have that one too. We'll leave it, we'll leave it, we'll leave it okay, out. Because okay. I want to get into this. I actually okay. do want to respond to the people that were genuinely asking, why three years? Again, not that I feel like I need to answer to these people, but just because I want to answer the question for myself. And 
and tell our story a little bit. Yeah, like give a backstory of truly why we waited for three years. And I, I feel like every relationship is so different. Exactly. And a lot of people were truly genuinely just asking why wait three years not oh my gosh you guys are so down for waiting this long (laughs) but and i do want to say that there are people that date for six months and get married three years get married 10 years get married we know all (laughs) types of people Uh, everyone we i'll say this i said it yesterday on the episode that won't be coming out but anyways (laughs) my professors two of my professors in college were pen pals they met in person once before their wedding day they were pen pals for four months Mm -hmm. met one time the second time they saw each other was their wedding and they have been married for 30 plus years they are grandkids grandkids grandparents they Mm -hmm. are literal grandparents one of the happiest married couples i've ever seen so some people may look at that and be like what the heck you can't you can't judge a book by yeah you you don't know their story and yeah you can't yeah and you just you just can't Every situation no is different, words. man. Yeah. And then we also know people that dated for 10 years. And I'm, we're not kidding. <laughs> we know people that have been dating for, that dated for 10 years, and now they have kids. And they're very happily yeah, married. Very so there's much. no right answer. That's what I was trying to say. There's no right answer. You could do the pen pal way. That has worked. You could 10 years dating. Mm-hmm. That has worked. Three years dating. Let's hope it works. <laughs> it's going to work. It's going to work. But anyways, like you were saying, um... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But yeah, we know all ranges of people. There's no yeah. right way to do it. Well, and I was going to say, people say six months and they get engaged. Oh my gosh, that's too soon. Three years. Like, that's too late. Why are you guys just now getting married? Why are you waiting so long? People are always going to say something. And I feel like when you have all of these other people in your relationship, which should only be with you, your partner, and God, that is going to set you up for failure. And it won't guide you the right way because you're having all this outside um like opinions coming into you they don't know our relationship they don't know our story they don't know what goes on behind scenes how ready or not ready you are exactly so. and someone's always going to say something regardless if we would have yeah. if i would have proposed six months in there would have been people saying why would you do that so soon <laughs> there were people that were saying they were saying, you only dated for three years. You think you're really ready for marriage? Mm-hmm. And then there's the people in our comments. Why are you waiting three? There, people are always going to say something. You just got to trust that if you have a God-centered relationship, God is going to lead you to the right path. And I feel like he did for us, yeah. for sure. And, he, yeah. don't, he don't fail, bro. <laughs> we knew that this was the right time. Exactly. We were in college um, still learning to ourselves and who we are and trying to grow together. If we would have gotten engaged like six months um into dating or a year or two years even i just think that it it would have been so much harder knowing that we're now back at home getting settled into you know our careers and stuff i just feel like this is the right time yes and and we've told this story many times but i want you to tell it again i mean i'm if you are a true listener you've heard this story a few times but yeah macy do you want to tell the story of how we met take it from the top okay oh gosh okay so Foster and I went to the same high school, we did. but he, we went, we were in a class together. We had I, a class together my junior year, her sophomore year. Yeah. And I didn't know that we had a class together until years later when we started dating, but he did. He I knew, knew her. Me. I knew her. She didn't know me. She didn't even know I existed. I had a class with her. She had no clue who I was. <laughs> I knew her quiet. though. He was quiet and I was the one that was not ditzy, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was really crazy. I, it was just funny. Okay. 
So fast forward, Foster is a freshman in college wanting to be a PE major. So he came back for hours. Yes, I needed to get 30 high school PE observation hours. So I was lacking, not going to lie. I was way behind. So during my <laughs> spring break, I went back to Ray Peck where we went to high school and I was observing. And then one of my friends, Spencer Harris, a dude that's been on the podcast a lot, one of our co-hosts, he hit me up and he was like, bro, come eat lunch with me. So I did. I went and ate lunch with him and... Okay, so this was literally a week before shutdown in COVID 2020. This was their last day. This was your last yeah, day Yeah, this school. was our last Basically, day of school. It ended up being their last day of school. So he came to eat lunch with um, Spencer Harris, and then they came back into the classroom, I think. We were um, just in there. You were out. Yeah. So I was outside in the cafeteria, and then I came in to randomly sharpen my pencil because I always do that. I don't. I don't know why. Honestly, it probably was God telling me that I wanted go inside i don't know so i went back into the classroom started sharpening my pencil i don't know what i had the urge to turn around in the back corner was foster huggins and he was just looking so different to me and i've never looked at him that way but i was really drawn to him yeah (laughs) but then i didn't really think of anything of it because i was like you know what i'm gonna go to sbu wait um until college but then when lockdown happened, I posted a Bible verse on my Snapchat story. Well, first of all, she somehow got my snap from mm-hmm, someone. From one of my friends. She, <laughs> she added me. I added her back. And then, uh, but I didn't think anything of it at all. I'm sneaky. Continue, though. Girls this is right when COVID me. happened. COVID just happened. And then it was April 3rd. 3rd. April yeah, 3rd. Yeah, that's what you said. Um, okay, so the day before I posted that, though, on my Snapchat story, I randomly got a sign or something in my head that said foster huggins never even thought about him so that was like god that's weird so i started praying about it and i was like lord what do you want me like why is his name in my head i don't even know the guy um i haven't even talked to him in person so and then if you want to have put your name in my head i wouldn't have answered you i I was definitely waiting till college to even look for a guy or have anyone pursue me so then the next day fast forward i put that on my snapchat story she put a great bible verse that perfectly yeah yeah, perfectly related to covid on her story and he said facts i swiped (laughs) up and said facts so if you want to know my pickup line how i found my future wife (laughs) facts that was just one word that was it um but so yeah foster slid up and said facts and i like i said i would have just blew it off not said anything but then i said amen or something like that i don't know yeah and then we just kind of started talking somehow yeah and it's funny because i don't really like i don't snapchat a a ton of people but it was covid so what else did you have to do we just kept talking you know yeah and i was interested after i saw that post i was like okay really i was like okay there's some i mean that that's a different thing to do Mm because i will say this too there were a lot of comments there were a lot of comments on our reel that blew up that were saying i didn't know people like this even existed I'm never going to find my girl. She's this, this girl. I didn't even know girls like this existed. I didn't even know guys like this existed. I was the type of guy that thought that exact same thing. I didn't know someone like you even existed, Mm -hmm. but I do know that I was single for like four, three, four years. And all I was doing during that time is praying and trying to better myself, hoping that God would provide. And let me tell you something. We just heard a great, great sermon at paradigm and it talked Mm -hmm. a lot about trusting in god listen to me y'all god 
carried the cross for miles, got up on it, got got nails between his wrists, died, rose again, saved the world. And you don't think he can provide a husband or wife for you? Like, like <laughs> this dude, like he literally saved the world, rose from the grave. And you're worried that he won't provide a woman or a guy, a man that is for you like well better yet you don't think a guy or a girl like that exists exactly <laughs> they think, exist and you believe that jesus did the impossible but you don't think that he could cre- god could create yeah the one for you you trust god to be your savior but you don't trust that he'll provide your future husband or wife mm-hmm. come on y'all and hey i'm not even trying to shame y'all i was the same way i didn't trust it i didn't i thought i was cool with being single forever because yeah. I would rather be single than be in a relationship I shouldn't be in. Yeah. That was my mindset. So when I saw you post that Bible verse, dude, I knew <laughs> <laughs> I knew something was different about you. And that's kind of why I kept talking. It wasn't just because I was bored during COVID. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe that was like 1% of it. But 99% of it, I was like, okay, yeah. who's this girl? You know what I'm saying? We're a COVID love story. That's yeah. so funny. I didn't know that. That is funny. But anyway, <laughs> so... We started snapping for a little bit. You know, it was April. We snapped for like three weeks. We hung out for the first time late April. And I think it was about a week later that we started dating. So listen to me, y'all. So y'all saying, why'd you wait three years? We started dating a week after we hung out for the first time. And let me tell you this too. And I've told her this before as well. I actually told you in the car. I could have proposed that summer. (laughs) And I would have proposed that summer. Even... More than that, I was so hesitant hesitant to actually ask you out and become your boyfriend and start dating because I knew, am I ready to never be single again? Mm-hmm. I knew if we started dating, it was over. My single life was over. And it <laughs> meant I, I loved being single, dude. I loved being single. And so did you, right? You said well, something like that? I'm just going to say relationships are a lot of work. Yeah. So it was a lot more, it was a lot more stress. We were very single people. Like we were committed to it. I felt like. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, and I don't think I actually know neither of us were looking for a relationship. And, And that's when we found each other. Exactly. I think the key to finding the person that is meant for you is to stop looking, stop looking and focus on yourself, better yourself every day. And your chances of finding that person and actually keeping that person will go way up. Yeah. And, and I do want to say, people always say, I have stopped looking. I have stopped looking. I'm not looking, but God knows your heart and God will give you the man or woman, um, of your dreams when he knows that you are truly ready. Exactly. Exactly. So to finish our story off, like I said, I was so hesitant to ask her out because I was like, man, I love being single. I'm not ready to commit for the rest of my life. I knew it, dude. I knew a week into us hanging out in person that we were going to get married. I knew so it from the start. Different. Yeah. And, and we had to work through so much stuff in the past three years. We've had oh, to work yeah. through a lot. We've had our ups and downs, but never did I have a doubt that we were going to get married. That you were the one. From the first time yeah. I met you. What I say to you the first time I met you? He said, "If in a free world, if I could propose." No, what I what was the literal first first words I said oh, to you? Oh, 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 oh! He said, "What's up, girl?" I said, "What's up, girl?" I can't say it like that. <laughs> no, but wait, what were you just saying? Sorry. Well, because Foster was like, "In a free world, if I could marry you right now with no judgment, none of our parents and all that stuff and the outside influence, um, getting in our skin." then I would marry you. And that was literally like not even a month into us dating, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. 
And yeah, so we waited three years. Yeah, I'm so sorry to anyone that is so mad. We needed that though. Yeah, we <laughs> did. And honestly, like we needed to wait the three years, like you said, but it also just wasn't practical. I mean, first of all, oh, yeah. would you, would our parents have been cool with us getting married that soon? We would be married now, probably. For a few years. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about, yeah, if it was next, last year. But, oh, no. Yeah, my dad. My dad knew from the start that he, that you were the one. But I think that as dads are with their little girls, they're always cautious. So, I don't yeah. know. It was just different with you, though. Yeah, and then also... There has been a lot that has happened in this three years. First of all, we were in college. Second of all, y'all probably don't know this if you're just now meeting us from our Real That Blew Up, but mm -hmm. I was president of a fraternity, and it's not just some little tiny fraternity. It was the biggest party fraternity <laughs> at my college. And yeah. If not the biggest, then it's tied for the biggest. It was a crazy group of guys, and I also don't know if, you know this about me. I've never drank. I've never smoked. I've never even vaped. I didn't really fit in with this group of guys. So trying to control and relate and lead a group of guys that mm -hmm. I couldn't relate with at all. Love all of them. Love all those dudes. But I can't relate with those dudes. Yeah. It was tough, dude. It was a tough year. So one of our three years was stress. 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 Every single day. He had so many meetings. And I, I was just lucky enough to have what full hour with him i feel like yeah and i but, felt so bad i mean i would i would get two hours of sleep some nights oh, like yeah. it was and but you still are kind of like that yeah <laughs> i mean you get used to it right yeah, that's but, just who you are and our first year was really a lot of growth and i feel like oh, if we yeah. rushed into getting married i feel like there would have been times we would have been like what did i do <laughs> i feel like if we got married or if we got engaged and then married um anywhere between those times i feel like it wouldn't have ended up Good because we really have our firm foundation in Christ this past year especially has really grown us so much more and I I feel closer to you and God than ever and I feel like it's only going up from there college was filled with so many just temptations influences that were just you know of the world so we had to go through that together before we became one we had to go through our own problems our own baggage before God wanted to truly call us to become one when we came back home yeah, I agree. And then also towards the end of the three years, right before I proposed, I knew it was time, dude. I was like, all right. I, and I'll agree. Three years to me, again, I think it was long in my opinion because, and maybe I did drag my feet a little bit. I'm so sorry. But um, it was just like, it was kind of perfect timing how it worked out. But at the yeah. same time, I mean, I do think, like I said, we could have got married so long ago. We could have got engaged so long ago. It, it was just, yeah. it just wasn't perfect timing i feel like when it happened was the perfect timing and even back to our engagement story like the proposal day you could tell god was there god oh, had yeah. blessed that day mm -hmm. and it's that special. was the day that we will never forget yeah. for in so many reasons so yeah literally. and i feel like if you guys saw the proposal video there was just so much confirmation in that video mm -hmm. signs and stuff and it just really was the best um hooray to our new beginning together oh yeah it was. <laughs> do you want to get into a new comment we, yes. we were on that one for like 25 minutes or something what? oh yeah 30, half an hour. okay let's see here 
Get a good one. Get a good one. Uh Should I do like a good one? Okay, hold on. So you have, she has the Instagram comments. I have the TikTok comments. We're going to stick with the Instagram ones today and we'll do a part two video for the TikTok because I already know this is going to take Okay. So this person said, okay, but what about when it doesn't work well the first few times because y'all both, y'all both virgins and you really got to figure ish out. It's such a much more memorable wedding night when two people understand and know each other sexually <laughs> okay so how would you let i want you to start how would you respond to that um okay. or do you want me to start well i do want to say that obviously this guy's saying that how do you know if you are the one if you're not compatible um physically yeah, before yeah. you get married and him saying it's so much more memorable when you know how to do it it's not true because if you do it every single day and then go to your wedding night and then do it it feels like it's any other day we are going to remember this forever this makes it so much more memorable because we're waiting till the wedding night exactly exactly and i also want to add to that and say the 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 point of saving till marriage is not to have a great sexual experience on your wedding night that is like that that is a small reason but mm-hmm. if i had to make a list of reasons that wouldn't even make the top 10 for me yeah. i think there's so many bigger reasons why saving till marriage is so special and yeah so like <laughs> that don't even <laughs> that's not even like a big deal to me but if so we're, many people say that yeah now, so yeah i understand I, where they're coming from for sure but i think that they just need that education that mm-hmm. or that point of view that we have you know yeah yeah there's there's so many more benefits that saving till marriage brings than having a great experience on your wedding night first of all being i don't want to have a kid yet <laughs> like if, if things went if we you know got Before pregnant marriage, yeah. i'm not ready i'm not ready to have a kid yet you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. another reason is i've heard this from people that i know that i love that are close to me by a lot from a lot of people actually mm-hmm. that that whenever you're in a relationship and you're having a lot of sex, you will sometimes, and this might not be everybody, but it also might be some people, people have told me that they will get in (laughs) actual fights, like get in not physical fights, but they'll get in arguments so they can have great makeup sex. That's what (laughs) I've been told. Yeah, they're like, like literally they're like, uh, they'll be talking to me, all mad at their girlfriend or boyfriend and I'll just be like, what are you so mad about? And they're like, honestly, we do this a lot. It's just so we can have great makeup. I'm like, <laughs> like, what do you think about that? I, I do, I do want to say, it's just funny because it's, you put anger and hatred, everything that God is not on top of more thing that God is not, <laughs> all the sin. And it's just going to end up, it's going to blow up in your face one day. And I just would say, do not do that. Yeah, it I can seems- just see from the outside looking in. <laughs> it does give toxic vibes and I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. But if you do care for my advice, I would say to avoid that type of situation. It's such a fine line between don't want to judge, but you want to try to be a leader. I want to help y'all. You yeah. know, don't be in that for real. <laughs> yeah. And another big reason, and honestly, one of the things that I'm most happy about is that on our wedding night, I'm not going to be sitting there thinking we're doing this, but there's some dude out there that is looking at our situation thinking good for them. But I remember when I was with her and there's not going to be a dude out there thinking good for her. But I remember when, or did I say that wrong? (laughs) There's not going to be a girl out there. There's not going to be a chick out there thinking good for her. But I remember when I was with him, Mm -hmm. 
will both get to experience each other for the first time and you will be fully mine <laughs> and I will be fully yours. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm just so glad and I'm so proud of you and myself for keeping that mindset from a young age to always, I mean, I told it on the last episode, mm -hmm. from seventh grade, I was a young kid, wasn't even a follower of God. I believed in God, but I didn't follow. I just knew this is something that I want for my future self. So shout out to young Foss, my past Lil self, little Foss, keeping it down. And I'm happy about my past self for setting me up for that moment because mm -hmm it's going to be so great to experience. And would you agree with that? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I do want to say, like, Foster and I are nowhere near perfect. We nowhere have all near. had our past, exactly. our baggage. We have made some decisions with um, other people or just in general in the past that we are not proud of. We're not perfect people. Nobody is, though. So Yeah, but I do want to say that I'm so thankful that we are pure for each other and saved ourselves fully for each other for sure and i do want to add this though there are people out there watching this that are probably hearing this and thinking man i wish that could have been me but you know i made a mistake when i was young and i can't go back and fix that i want to say this to you don't be mad at yourself for a decision you made when you weren't even you that wasn't even the same you if it happened five six even two three years ago that was a different version of you. God comes into your life and makes you born again. He washes away your sin and you become a new creation. Don't look back at your past and be like, man, I can't change that. Yeah, that's true. You can't change that, but that's not even you anymore. That's an old version of you. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be able to sit there on your wedding night thinking, I'm glad I got a piece of that. Well, I could, or, you know, whatever they're going to say. I'm glad I, good for them, but I got to be with her. No, you didn't. That wasn't you. He didn't get to be with you. She didn't get to be with you. That was an old version of you that no longer exists. You are a new creation. You are born again. And that is not you. So don't beat yourself up, dude. You cannot change the past. There is no reason to beat yourself up over the past. And you be proud of yourself that you found God and were able to be born again. Because listen, that old version of you, there's probably a reason you didn't follow God. There's probably a reason you fell into, into the temptation we're all raised differently. We all experience different things that we see as we're growing up and different things in our head are seen as normal. And then you make a decision and then years later you look back and you're like, man, what was I thinking? Yeah. What, what, what was I thinking back then? Well, guess what? That decision you made was influenced by an outside influence that was not you. It was an outside factor that was not you. And now that you found yourself and you found God and you're born again, just know that you're a new creation. You are a new human being. You are made new in God's image. And just please don't listen to us talking up here, feeling bad, feeling shame. Don't do none of that. You're a new person and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you because not everybody gets to say that either. So yeah, just wanted to say that. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add to that? Um, To that question or to just saving To us whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that we are here speaking for not just trying not trying to shame people and stuff like our opinions down people's throat we know we have gotten messages that say i'm so thankful that you have sh like showed light to this because i was too scared to do that so we are speaking to like um through people like that that need um to know that they are not alone that they are not weird that they're not different in that we are going through this together. So that's the kind of point of view that we are coming from. Exactly. And I don't want to undermine the fact that I am, 
I don't want to say proud because, you know, pride is one of the seven deadly sins. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not proud, but I am happy that we have been strong and we've been disciplined Thankful. and it has not been easy by any stretch of the imagination no. but we have fought for what we knew to be what we wanted you know what i'm saying yeah, and also like it's kind of been hardest because we know we're gonna each day each Ooh. month we're getting closer and closer and closer until we can do it whenever so it makes us kind of think about it a lot no, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah we really have been very much on our discipline it's and been hard i used to think and i i, I really want to try to say this the best way i can but i used to think the cool and grungy and different thing to do was to listen to rock music mm -hmm. and listen to this different type of music and wear this type of clothes and be different be cool and i used to look at christians and think oh they're the nice collared people that have perfect lives and i just didn't like that idea I felt like that wasn't real. It mm -hmm. felt fake to me. And I felt like the grungy scene was, you know, the, kind of the opposite of that. But the more I've gotten closer to God and the more I've began to follow God, the more I realize, no, the different grungy cool thing to do, the hard thing to do, the thing that will bring true purpose and the real thing to do is to follow God because there is nothing more challenging and there's nothing more rewarding. And I think that's what's beautiful about it because nothing in this life that doesn't bring challenge is truly rewarding. Mm -mm. You know, things that are free, things that anyone can obtain, that's, that's just something that everyone gets to experience and it's easy and it doesn't yeah. truly bring fulfillment. What makes following God so special is one, experiencing his love and all the great things. But two, it's the fact that it's hard and it's a challenge and it's it's proven to be worthy you will see yeah. it in your life it's so fulfilling it is. brings so much peace yeah um, definitely agree with that dang i'm ranting today i'm sorry am i talking too much <laughs> no i'm just listening a lot okay <laughs> there's <laughs> not much bad. okay but do my you want me to um see what else there is uh yeah okay let's see um I can't look at what oh my yeah that's why i'm holding mine like that yeah. um Okay, let's see. So, um, okay, so some of this is not even. Yeah, it's all good. We're 42 minutes in. Let's try to get to an hour. What time is it? It's 10.19. Oh, my goodness. Well, I was going to say, yeah, there's a lot. Um, let's try to oh, get a oh, good oh, one. Oh, okay. So this guy said, that's the problem. Do y'all really think when people say God intended it this way, you're really talking about signing a paper at the courthouse and letting a preacher say a few things? Nope, that's not how it was when scripture was written. If they loved someone and made love to them, then they were married. So it's pretty much saying every time you do it with someone, you're married to someone. <laughs> I like I like this yeah. concept. What do you think about that? About like... The paperwork or that every time you have Dude, it? Dude, yeah, yeah. About just everything. The government. Right yeah. <laughs> no, not the What do you think about this concept right here? So. What are uh, your thoughts? Okay. And I do want to say I was talking to my brother about this. Um, Actually, we have different views on a lot of things. But this one, I kind of agreed with him. He was like, weddings are a scam. And at first I was like, what? And then he was like, why do you have to spend thousands of dollars to get married and to, I guess, show your documents and pa sign papers to say that okay we're together now 
And I was like, you know what? That is true. I feel like that is something that we don't need to do. We don't need to have this whole wedding venue planned up with um, wearing a white dress and all this stuff. And we don't need to have a pastor saying all this stuff. Like, I feel like when you are married, it's God's covenant. And I feel like that's God marrying you. Dude. But I don't know. No, no, no. That's so valid. <laughs> I think I know his brother. Yeah. We'll leave that out. It's a conspiracy guy. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. Shout out. He's awesome. Shout out to you. You already know. Yeah, but um, dude, that's so true. And I've always thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is kind of corny to me. Why does the government yeah. need to know about who I love yeah and who I'm spending my I don't know I guess maybe for taxes or something something that I don't about money yeah it's all everything's back to rooted in money if it involves the government so I'm just like yeah I I okay a scam I don't want to necessarily call it a scam but Mm -hmm. it's a weird concept because a wedding should only be about coming together before Christ yeah so why do we need to have this big production, fill out this paperwork, pay money. I think it costs money, I'm pretty sure, to get married. Like, Oh, yeah, you have to have, like, do this paperwork, go to the court. Yeah. I don't know. So it's why do lot. we have to do that for coming together when coming together actually means, you know. You become one. And what's that mean? With Christ. You have smacks. <laughs> smacks. So we'll go into the other part of his comment, which is yeah. saying it, whoever you have it with, you're – married to that person so imagine how many people do it one night stands all that stuff you're married to so many people which is honestly idolatry (laughs) but and and that's a tough concept too because if you you know the hookup culture that we live in there's Mm -hmm. people that you know do it with someone they have no feelings for they don't even care about they just do it and move on with their lives that makes me question, in God's eyes, are you married to that person? Yeah, you became one. That's the highest form of love. I think it is. And and that's another reason why I've wanted to save is because sex is the highest form of love. And I've only wanted to experience that with my wife. And mm-hmm. so are those people married in God's eyes? Is he looking down thinking, oh, they're married, but they'll never talk to each other again? Mm, interesting concept there that's and that's something, something you gotta think about. I, w- I need to look into i'm gonna look into that more we'll bring it up again because that's yeah mm, i don't even know i don't have any wisdom to give here but it's just interesting yeah. to me i just had to read that because i feel like it's something that we could all think about you know and it's not something whereas we have a question that we're going to answer i think it's something that we can all think okay how do we perceive that comment you know so i don't know it's just interesting Mm, drop your drop your thoughts in the comment section i'm genuinely curious to see what you guys think of that i want to hear a bible verse on that too i want to know yeah comment down below and also comment down below any questions that you want us to answer for the next video for sure we're gonna be doing a lot of episodes coming up so um this one doesn't really have much to do with well it actually does with the video but it's this girl said god sent because i'm sitting here how how the heck? And look, God sends this beautiful video with an example of three years, not even one year. Praise God, man. And God bless y'all for sharing your experience on here. I just want to say that just shows you that if you see a video like that that you've never seen before, that could be a sign from God. You know? We were assigned from God to some people. And that, that. we were like um, a vessel. Oh, man, that's <laughs> such a blessing, dude. I know. I love that. That's so, oh, man. And then some of the DMs that I got 
on oh, my personal account too. even. Yeah, and I don't ever get, only you usually get those messages. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I got a good one. And I feel bad. I feel bad because I, I said this on an episode a few episodes ago, but I've became so focused on the vision and the plan, and I yeah. see the path. I'm just trying to run down the path. The positive feedback no longer affects me. Like, I hear these praises and good things, and I'm just like, thanks. Keep going. I hear all the negative. I hear all the hate. I hear all the crap that people talk. And I'm just like, cool. Thanks. I just, <laughs> I'm going. The pos- like, not, like, literally nothing affects my mind. I'm kind of, I've kind of become emotionally, emotionlessly driven. I'm not yeah. even, like, no emotion drives me. I just know what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. But this, um, that oh. comment right there got to me a little bit. That was cool. And then there's yeah. been a lot of comments on this reel specifically that have been like, ooh, that was great I to lo- read. It just really warms your heart. And it just, I, I, it's we have always gotten comments that um, we felt we were the only ones, you know, we were different because um, of the stuff that we do share. But then when we get a video like that, that has so many comments um, validating, I guess, and just showing um, God's good work, I think that it really shows us why we're doing this and the whole purpose of um, our purpose you know, yeah. of what we were meant to do in life. Yeah. I love, I love doing that. this. It's cool. It's just on a, what, a Tuesday night. We're just busting an episode out like this. It's yeah. great. Yeah. And hopefully changing some lives, being a blessing. And um, do we want to, well, what? Do you want to wrap it up or do, I have some more? What do you uh, want to do? Let's bust through a few more. We're only 49 minutes. So okay. we could try to get to like 58 or something. Okay, Just got it. cut it off right before an hour maybe. <laughs> we could go over. It doesn't matter. Right before an hour. Um, Okay. So this person, um, it's not, I just really liked the comment. It wasn't anything to talk about, but he said, you might not be able to go back in time and change what you did, but ask for forgiveness. God will always love you and help you, but you have to follow him. So God always already forgave you. It's you. Do you have, are you already going to forgive yourself and move on? You know, the past is in the past. Where you're going is the future exactly and you can't change the past and god's love is so hard to comprehend i don't even think we ever can comprehend his love Mm. just understand that you're forgiven you really are forgiven and that's not some corny thing to say it's literally rooted in scripture you're forgiven yeah so many times yeah forgive yourself and understand that it's okay ask for forgiveness from god he will he will give you that forgiveness and he will make you new again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah. Don't Let, beat yourself up, y'all. Yeah, I really loved that one. Um, And then I, uh, someone else also said, this was a question. All right. So he said, question <laughs> for the men. Can you go three years without having sex or some kind of outlet, question mark? Genuinely curious because in Christian circles, people usually meet and get married within a few months. So I'm interested in knowing why someone would date for three years. So this is for you. Man, you really <laughs> got to put me on the spot like that. Jeez, I thought it's we were going to leave that one question. out. It's a juicy question. That is a juicy one. All right. Um, and the answer, and to be honest, no. <laughs> like, we, uh, we haven't had sex, but, and this might be TMI, but. We have not been limited to doing other things at times. <laughs> we, we have, we have we fell at fell times, short. And, yeah. especially towards the beginning. We, we always knew we're not having sex. Absolutely not. But other things definitely have taken place, yeah. but do we, let's, let's be real open. 
I want to challenge us in all times when we're on this podcast to talk how we would privately, but publicly for yeah. the people watching. Um, and this is one of those challenging things to talk about because it is not comfortable to talk about, but we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, at the beginning, we definitely struggled, but yeah. it was you that brought us back because you, I, I will say when we started dating, you were definitely the one that was more on the path. I, I believed in God. I w- didn't really know what it looked like to follow God. You did, and you helped us get back on the path after we fell pretty hard at the beginning. So do you want to talk about that? Well, okay, so what a lot of people say, and I also hear in Christian like YouTube accounts, they say, which is kind of how our story was too, we don't cross the line, but we see how close we can get to that line, oh, if yeah. you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it would be close, so close, but then it's like, why are we trying to get close to the line? God says, flee, run from yeah. that line. Do not do that because yeah. sexual sin will, like God doesn't say stand firm and fight against sexual sin. No, God says, run, flee, get away because it is, God places those desires in our hearts for a reason for one day. Right now, no, we cannot do that. And our we were kind of in that honeymoon phase of getting to know each other. Yeah. So I think that everything was just so new and um, it just felt exciting. And I think we got carried away with that. But yeah, like we're kind of sharing, we're not perfect. We have made mistakes, fallen short. I'm very grateful that's to say that we are staying pure for each other, knowing that we haven't stayed pure in every other single way, you know? Yeah, we're not perfect and we never claim to be perfect. Like, yeah. for real. And that's so true. We would... Okay, here's the line, but let's see. <laughs> let's tiptoe right up to it and stop and then flee at the end, but then we come right back to it and we did we like we would fall a lot early and then one day you were just like, "Dude, this is not healthy. God is not God is not Man, how do I say this? Cuz this is God. This is good. It's coming to me. I want to say it right. God is not telling you not to have sex to punish you. He's telling you not to have sex to protect you. He's telling you do it, telling you not to do it to protect you because he knows what's best for you. He's not doing it to be that strict parent. Mm-hmm. He's doing it to be that protector, telling you if you don't have sex, you will have a healthier relationship. If you flee from this sin, you will feel more fulfilled in your relationship. Like I said in the last episode, you will be allowed to fall in love with the person for who they are instead of the sexual things that they bring to the table. Yeah. And I'm so glad that we have stayed away from sex itself, but I'm also so glad that you were strong because I was weak. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was weak. I was the one that was having to be put in check. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You said, hey, no, God's telling us this to protect us. Let's stop tiptoeing to the line. Let's run from the line. Mm-hmm. And we did. And it was first year was rough. The second we... And, when I say rough, first year we were tiptoeing up to the line. Let's just call it that. And we would have little arguments about dumb stuff. We were very emotional about stupid things. We we were getting in stupid arguments. And it was whenever you stepped in and said, we're not doing this anymore. And I was like, true. I don't want to do it either. I would always feel so so much shame after doing that stuff. I would feel so horrible. And I was like, you know what? Let's be done. Yeah. That's not to say we still would fall here and there. We oh, weren't yeah. just clean slate, cold turkey, donezo. Like, like it, it still the happened. Thing in the world. Yeah, but <laughs> no. but when we stopped 
falling to sexual temptations, not sex itself, but just the little other things, Mm -hmm. when we stop doing everything all together, those little fights went away. That getting so emotional about stupid things went away. And our love grew so so much, much. dude. (laughs) Like, that's when everything changed. And that's honestly, I knew we were going to get married, but that's when I knew we turned that point where I was like, dude, I could totally propose it now. Like, yeah. there's nothing. It has, it has never been the same. It went from, I knew we were gonna get married and it was good, to, we are getting married soon and I could pull the trigger whenever I want because it is great. Yeah, like and it we has are never ready. fell off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's just so like awesome. I, I love sharing the uncomfortable and not wanting to feel ashamed of it because I feel like a lot of people these days want to um, make themselves look like they are perfect on the outside when knowing dang well that they have a lot of trouble inside. And Foster and I just want to say, like, even us have saved ourselves. We are saving ourselves from marriage. Don't think that we haven't done anything because we have done stuff in the past, and I think that that's why God didn't want us to get married. Yeah. And it probably did have to take us three years. It did take us a so, while. So I just just know you don't know people's stories. You don't know what God wants for them. And that's why I'll never I'll never throw shame on someone that got married in four months because I could have waited four months without doing any of this stuff. But but three we, years is I to we answer know the each question other nah. so well we know each other so yeah. well when we get married and have those little arguments we, like we are going to when we get married we're gonna yeah. know how to handle each other exactly It'll be healthy arguments yeah and yeah just to answer the question three years yeah for a male with our hormones and the way <laughs> we are yeah I don't think it's possible and I'm just gonna be straight up honest we, we fell struggled. and honestly that is one thing maybe we should have proposed earlier and gotten married earlier to avoid that but we didn't and we can't change that thankfully though we didn't have sex because that is the ultimate ultimate top level of love and you should not experience that with anyone besides your husband or wife while we were dating I mean we knew we were going to get married but there was always that slight chance that maybe something happened maybe Mm. you weren't going to be my wife maybe you know who knows what was going to happen yeah so I always wanted to make sure we saved that and yeah, we're probably going to get some hate for doing stuff. Sorry that we're not perfect. Um, we're I'm pretty sure if you observed yourself, you're not either. So <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it at that. Okay. This camera's about to die. Do we just want to end it right here? What do you want to do, Foss? I think we want to end it right here. Okay. Love you guys. Um, <laughs> drop that was some a juicy comments. part of the video. Yeah, it was, but hey, it was good. Mm-hmm. You was got awesome. any last things you want to say to the people before the camera dies? So I want to say I love you guys so much. And... Um, leave a comment for part two. Like, comment, subscribe, okay? Oh, yeah. Listen to her. <laughs> uh, let's see if we'll blow up again. But if not, we're going to be running it back literally very soon. Mm-hmm. Like, probably the next episode will probably be us again. So if yeah. you're cool with if you like that, great. If not, sorry. Peace out. <laughs> Love you guys. See you later.